0: Hey, you. Yeah, you, the one listening to this podcast right now. I'm guessing you tune into Docs Outside the Box because taking control of your career is really important to you. Now, our sponsor, Provider Solutions and Development, they have a team of experts that are ready to guide docs just like you through today's job landscape. They've also got exclusive access to hundreds of positions nationwide. So, whether you're looking to dive deeper into your specialty work or, let's keep it real, you're trying to find a healthier work-life balance, it's important to start the conversation with them right now. Contact them at info.psdconnect.org forward slash Docs Outside the Box. All right, guys, welcome back to another tip on Docs Outside the Box tax series. We got tax planning extraordinaire CPA, Eric McLaughlin on this one. How you doing, Eric?
1: Good, man. How you doing,
0: Dr. Alco? I'm doing good, man. Let's keep the
1: ball good. rolling.
0: Let's talk yes. about ways in which we can t- re, you know decrease our tax burden as professionals, specifically professionals who are doing side hustles and businesses and so forth. Let's talk about payroll. That's something I don't know anything about. A lot of people don't know anything about. It scares them part of the reason why they decided to go into a business for themselves is they probably wanted to get away from the W2 world and payroll and salaries. But then now you're starting your own business and you realize, Hey, you got to take care of that also. So talk to us about payroll. What did that, what that does for you, what that does for decreasing your tax burden and how we could even get a little creative with maybe having our spouse on there on payroll, as well as maybe even our children.
1: Gotcha. So listen, so payroll, right. Is a, to a degree, it's a function of the structures that we choose for our businesses to be in. So for example, if you're an LLC, just a flat out regular LLC, you don't even have to think about payroll for yourself. You can actually just do what they call draws, just write a check from your business to you or transfer money from your business to you and, and you're good. But here's uh, okay, the so side. If, you if you're
0: if you have an LLC and you are just by yourself, whatever's in your business and you want to pay yourself. You pay yourself. Now, do you have to take out for taxes at all? Let's say, for example, you have $100,000 in your bank account as an LLC and you want to pay yourself a certain amount. Do you just pay yourself like, let's say you want to give yourself $10,000. You just pay yourself $10,000 or do you that is- take out like six, you pay yourself $6,000? How does that work?
1: No, that you're, you're, no, you you're corrected uh, previously. So you take out, you want 10000 you transfer out 10000 or write a check for 10000 and that's how you pay yourself. But what happens is is the Internal Revenue Service and the states, for that matter, want you to make what they call estimated tax payments, mm. which are due April 15th, June 15th, September 15th, and January 15th, so four times a year. And during those times is where you make a payment that's estimated based on what your liability is maybe for that year. And you figure that out typically by either looking up the prior year return or calculating what your estimated tax is going to be based upon the amount of money you brought in from the beginning of that year to that quarter or whatever you brought in for that quarter times, whatever the tax rate is.
0: Okay. All right. I get it. Okay. All right. So we got past that. So the next step now, let's say you are, you're moving past LLC Mm -hmm. and your next step, what's the next step after that then?
1: So if you're going to be an S-corp, so a lot of times we talk about this S-corp strategy because with an LLC that shows up on a Schedule C, or if you're just a regular, if you're just a business with no structure at all, you're going to typically pay self-employment tax on whatever your net income from your business is. Self-employment tax is both ends of Social Security and Medicare. What I mean is, if you work a nine to five, right, you're used to seeing you know, federal taxes come out, state taxes come out, Social Security and Medicare come out. But when you are self employed, you are the employee and the employer. <laughs> so you pay both ends of that. And so, therefore, that 15.3%, which is what self employment tax is, becomes a shocker to a lot of folks. So you make $100,000 net from your business on a Schedule C or your regular LLC, right? In addition to whatever your ordinary tax would be from zero up to 37%, because that's what the graduated rate is, you have to pay another 15.3% on top of that. Mm. And so that becomes the shocker. We'd be like, why do I owe so much tax? Well, self-employment tax is the reason. If you become an S-corp or a C-corp, neither of those entity structures is subject to self-employment tax. That is how that you achieve the savings of 15.3% in self-employment tax. However, the IRS requires that under an S-corp or a C-corp strategy that you pay yourself what they call a reasonable compensation, mm. a very okay, vague term. A yeah. very vague term by the IRS, what is a reasonable compensation? And they typically say, Reasonable compensation is based upon whatever a business in your field, your size, would normally pay someone in your position. (laughs) So you typically may have to go to like a salaries.com or something to figure out. I didn't even heard about
0: that. I didn't even know that. Salaries.com. Keep going. I'm listening to you. I'm just going to tell you. Yeah, salaries.com.
1: I mean, you can look up anything. You can look up any position in any part of the the, the country and it'll generally show you like this is what a salary range is. So we use it a lot when we're trying to hire people to make sure we're paying stuff, paying people in range. But that's a basis for you to be able to do that. What I also advise clients because when you're working for yourself and you put yourself on payroll, now you're responsible for paying you know all into the tax, like I said, Social Security, Medicare, um, and unemployment tax, and those kinds of things, which can be like, I don't, I don't even know what these is. Why well, I have to give all this money to these these folks? It can just be a shock. So, sometimes I'll tell people just to What's start off paying yourself. What is FICA? Right? <laughs> <Who's> FICA? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why I gotta pay her? But so, anyway, what I tell them is just to just start off like a minimum wage, just to get a feel of what payroll looks like. You can't stay there. But now it's you can low see. Low, okay, so this is what. <laughs> but, but 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 it's not all. Know, I'm, just making, okay. I'm just teasing. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Point, but, yeah. But the, yeah. But the point is for you to kind of get the feel of what payroll looks like because when you see that first debit come out for payroll out of your account and then moving money into your account and other people's account and you see that big tax payment, you're gonna be like, wow, this is a yeah. lot of money. But we can't get away from taxes completely, so we gotta, you know, we gotta we gotta understand that that that, that process. But that's the important thing to understand is. Putting yourself on payroll, that's what's required with the S-Corp and the C-Corp. And it's also what helps us be able to take advantage of certain things, like the 401k. Like in a C-Corp, being able to um, pay your health insurance through your business. Those kinds of things require payroll. So we can't Mm -hmm. be scared of it. We just got to work with it. But the great thing is you work for yourself now, right? So if you're putting yourself on payroll, you get to control how often you're paid, how much you're paid, and when you're paid. Things you can't control when you're working for the man.
0: Here's a tip when looking for your next job. Understand your strengths and weaknesses. For example, if you've been practicing for a while and you know you have a problem with closing charts, then it's important that you find a place that's going to help you have administrative help, right? So there are plenty of options when it comes to your career in medicine. But just like every patient is different, every physician has their own personal definition of success. And that's where our sponsor steps in. Provider Solutions and Development doesn't bring just one answer for all. They are recruitment experts focusing on who you are before helping you find what you're meant to be. So whatever you're ready for next, they'll help you find it with no quotas, no commissions to get in the way. So even if you're looking for a more collegial feel at work or just, heck, a more healthier work-life balance, they can help find the right fit for you. So reach out today at info.psdconnect.org forward slash docs outside the box. You know, I, you know, my wife Renee, she oftentimes says, you know, a lot of us look for security with a W2, you know, life or being employed. But if you think about it, like you think that's secure, it's really not secure. You're, you're basing your security based off of somebody else guaranteeing something for you. And, um, you know, oftentimes just kind of determining your own destiny, working for yourself is the ultimate way that you can guarantee. And I know it's really hard for people to really understand that concept, but I think a lot of doctors really got. You know their world shaking when they realize okay well what do you mean i'm not essential. i'm a physician of course i'm always useful And it's like well someone else is determining that so what other things are you doing to make sure that you're bringing in other types of income so that really that really brings that point home so you know i think uh the next question i'm going to ask is one of those well i heard or you know they're in the surgeon's lounge and they heard this but you know surgeon a says that hey for their private practice or um, for whatever side business they're doing they heard that they can put their wife Uh, or their husband on payroll, and that helps to reduce their taxes, and they can have their spouse do something, or they even they can get their young children to kind of sweep up. Talk to us about that.
1: So uh, uh, that's exactly right. You can put other individuals on payroll, and a minimum, I would think about first putting my children on payroll. And let me tell you why that is. There's a whole strategy behind this, right? If you think about it, most of us give our children allowances anyway, right, <laughs> for, for stuff, which is not a business deduction. There's no deduction for an allowance. But what if you put your child to work in your business, right? In Dr. Darko's case, you're in your home office or maybe your young children, they pick up paper around the, the office, they sweep, yeah. right? <laughs> I can see now. But you know they vacuum, whatever whatever it is, you pay them a wage For that. Now you've taken something that's a personal non-deductible expense and made it into a business deductible expense. So if you make $10,000 in your business and you pay your child $500 to clean your office, you've reduced your taxable income now from $10,000 down to Mm -hmm. $9,500. Remember the Mm -hmm. overall strategy of this is remember also, as I told you, when you're a W-2 employee, the government gets their money first. So you make $100,000. They're going to take all their taxes, Social Security, Medicare, state and federal taxes. And off that 100000 you may make sixty. In this example, you would have $100,000, right? But you would be paying your child, you might pay your wife or your husband, and then you'll get down to a number that then you pay tax on. So that's the difference here. So that said, let me go back to my child example. You pay your child for cleaning up, doing whatever. You pay that child, they get a paycheck, right? Um, But they don't have to pay any, if they go up to $12,950, because the current standard deduction, they don't have to pay any federal tax. State tax may be different depending on the state, but you don't have to pay any federal tax there. So what's the beauty of this? You have now done something where you've taken money off the table in the business, it's going into your household and as long as they stay below that 12950 they don't have to file a federal tax return, which means they have no federal tax liability on their income. So that means that now you've got a piece of income not subject to federal tax, right, that you control because they're your child that you can do anything with. If your household needs that money to pay its own bills, you can take the money from your child mm. to pay rent, mortgage, utilities, and so forth. Or you can say, I don't need this money, but I'm going to use this money to put some money into their Roth IRA. So I have some money that grows tax-free, right? We talked about that in the previous episode, and that sets them up for wealth. You can take some of that money and do what I did, pay part of my child's tuition for private school right? So there's a plethora of things you can do with that. So it's not just a tax strategy, it's also a cash flow strategy when you talk about paying your children. Talk about paying your spouse, the beauty of that is it allows you to also put more money into your household, but it also becomes an opportunity to put more money into retirement from the business, right? Because now both you and your spouse can be on the company's payroll putting money their retirement and as long as you i mean obviously marriages people get divorced and stuff but assuming y'all stay together yeah. it works great to build the empire the family empire
0: this was probably this is probably going to be one of the more listened to episodes because people are going to be like this is dope this is really great because you could actually see if i do one then it'll benefit two and it's not even just tax benefits it's the bringing it's the cash flow thing too that i think a lot of people are like oh now i see it that makes a lot of sense and teaching your children also, you know, the benefits of a hard day's work, you know, without obviously making them work too hard, but at least something that makes sense. It benefits your business. It benefits them. You're teaching them how to, you know, show, them, show up and uh, earn a good wage. So this was dope. This is dope. Listen, everyone. More. Oh, yeah. Go ahead.
1: Go ahead. Jump I'm sorry. There. I didn't mean to cut you off, Dr. But I got to give you one more. Please. Because, you know, so. People look at doctors as cash cows, right? They think, "Hey, I need some money. I need to borrow somebody. I need somebody from, a, from my from my doctor relative, or whatever." What I advise my clients to do, as well as those individuals that want to borrow money from you or keep coming back to you for money, put them on the payroll as well. Oh, put them on okay. the payroll right. or make them a 1099 okay. contractor. Make them do some work for you. Remember, so the overall goal of tax planning is taking what could be personal expenses and converting them to business expenses. (laughs) That is always the thought. I like that, okay. When we talk about going on vacations and how do you turn those into business expenses, there's a plethora of things we do, and this is what CPAs do. We're trying to convert what would be a personal expense into a legal, legitimate business expense.
0: Hey, hold on a sec, because we're going to make this into a reel that we're going to put on Instagram and so forth. So say that again. If people want to borrow money from you, Say that again. They consistently keep borrowing money if you. Cut. So, them. so if
1: people keep consistently borrowing money from you, put them on payroll. Make them a deduction through your business. Convert what would be a personal expense into a business expense. That is the goal.
0: Boom. Listen, everyone. This was dope. Everybody's going to be listening to this episode, but listen, before we go on, we got to say that this is for entertainment purposes only, folks. Do not come and see us in these streets. Please get in touch and confer with your tax professional before moving forward with this information. Eric, this was great information, man. Listen, if folks want to figure out how to put their, uh, I don't want to say, their (laughs) freeloading relatives who keep asking for money, put them on payroll, how do they get in touch with you?
1: Go to my website. Tell them I want to put my freeloading cousin on payroll. (laughs) I'll go to my website, ericmclaughlinllc.com, ericmclaughlinllc.com, or call my office at 404 946 1859 We love it. Hey, Eric, we'll catch
0: you on the next one for the next
1: time Absolutely. Tip. Thank you.
0: Hey guys. Thanks again for listening as well as supporting Docs Outside the Box. Listen, this show is produced by Darko Media Group and the dope audio experience is edited by the one, the only Christian Parry, also known as your podcast pal. Links to him in the show notes. Listen, this is Dr. Nee, The Doc Outside the Box. I'll catch you on the next one. Peace.